All right, welcome back to the Canadian Gun Vault Behind the Vault Door. My name is Mark Morelli. I'll be your podcast host. And for tonight's episode, we're going to be discussing a couple of quick subjects. I've got a few minutes here, so I figured I'd rip off a quick podcast and uh, bring you guys up to speed as to uh, what's been happening lately. Uh, Just took in a, a session watching Rachel Harder, God bless her, right, conservative MP, tearing Billy Blair, a new asshole. <laughs> it was so much fun to watch. I, I tell you, that's that's one of the best rip sessions I've seen in a while. Poor Billy. Uh, you can tell uh, he's used to being in charge, and that was definitely not where he was sitting. Uh, he uh, had to be subjected to a hard line of questioning, and his responses were, uh, you know, a whole lot of nothing, if you ask me. Uh, certainly uh, seeing some of the things, uh, the subtext between uh, comments, you can see that they're uh, they're definitely looking at a couple of things. Uh, they keep on discussing about handguns being confined to the range. It keeps on coming up, folks, uh, for the people that are uh, watching this very closely. I've seen it at town hall meetings coming out of Mark Holland's mouth, and I know they want this. They want to see handguns uh, brought only to the range and uh, used only at the range and, I believe, kept only at the range. It's a subject that came up some time ago with the failed 223 bill uh, that was presented uh, way back when and, of course, was laughed uh, out of Parliament. Uh, this government uh, pursuing that line of uh, policy, uh, incredible. Uh, they just they just won't let it go. They want to see uh, legally owned handguns kept at the clubs. And some of the dangers connected to that right, would be, A, storing all the guns in one spot. I mean, who's going to pay for all this? Uh, who's going to monitor it, provide security? And, you know, the, the bigger argument in all this is if I own it, if I've acquired it legally, if I've jumped through every last hoop that the government has put before me to uh, own these items legitimately, why the hell would I want to keep my property someplace other than in my home? I think that that's really important. It's mine. I paid for it. Right? I wanted it. I bought it. I worked hard for it. I've done everything imaginable uh, to prove to the government that I should be trusted with it. Why would I want to keep that off-site? Now, the, uh, the argument that they're going to present is that if it's in the home, you might be tempted to use it for illegal illegal purposes, uh, you know, to use it violently. And that's, that's the argument that they're going to present. And, of course, uh, right away, Mark Holland, during the last town hall meeting in Ajax that I attended, uh, said that, you know, there's more likelihood that you're going to use a firearm if there's one in the home during the course of a domestic event, which uh, I don't believe for one second to be true. In my 20 years of policing experience, uh, I've always found that legal gun owners were the first to uh, want to exit the household and remove themselves from the situation. Uh, the reason being that you know, to be involved in anything like that uh, could result potentially in the loss of your license and or your property. And legal gun owners were never a problem. I, I went to thousands uh, of calls uh, where I came into contact with legal gun owners and never once did I find them to be anything other than completely agreeable, uh, you know, wonderfully personable and cooperative people. So this whole, you know, myth that they're pushing that you're likely to use it, it's statistically proven to be not the case. Uh, my experience as a police officer has proven that to not be true. I, I wonder if you asked Billy Blair that question, if he would answer it honestly. He would tell you that that's uh, probably not true either. But watching him uh, having to answer questions back to uh, Rachel Harder, she made some great arguments. And he at one point acknowledged that you could see him getting a little bit uptight uh, towards the, uh, the end there. 
but she made a fantastic stand for gun owners and made it abundantly clear that we don't, as a community, and the uh, conservative party doesn't believe for one second that they're not coming after legal gun owners, who uh, clearly are not the problem. I would point out to her, though, that the uh, the number of 9%, uh, you know, she indicated that only 9% of handguns or, or, sorry, firearms are domestically sourced that are involved in uh, you know, violent offenses. Uh, that's not true. Uh, that 50% number that they were toting for the longest time that's been proven clearly to not be true uh, has now been, you know, brought down to 9%. But the truth is, is of that 9%, uh, that 9% number is comprised of guns that they aren't able to identify uh, through uh, the means they use when uh, the serial numbers have been eradicated from uh, the frames of these guns. Sometimes they can't uh, determine what what the serial number is and determine where the gun came from. So that automatically becomes a domestically sourced firearms. Also included in that 9% number would be paintball guns, pellet guns, replica guns, airsoft guns, and, you know, an elastic band over your thumb. Uh, so realistically, the numbers, uh, I'm told, are much closer to 3%. So 3%. Uh, of all firearms used in, in you know, violent crimes uh, are domestically sourced is, is a more realistic number. And I would ask that anybody that confronts you know, this government or Billy Blair uh, on that subject should be reminded of the fact that the, uh, the number even of 9%, which is, which is already horrifically low, is actually much closer to 3%. So that leaves us with uh, 97% of the firearms that are used in violent crimes are illegal. And by legislating uh, away firearms, uh, you know, trying to ban handguns and what they would characterize as a assault rifles, which, of course, is anything with a detachable box magazine, is uh, absolutely ridiculous. It's, a, it's definitely barking up the wrong tree. It's targeting the completely the wrong group of people. And I'm, I'm sure I'm preaching to the choir. I'm sure everybody listening to this, uh, you know, you know already that it's, it's sad to watch as they target the finest people in the country. And beyond that, uh, what else we got up here uh, coming up soon? We got, oh, we got the uh, Firearms Outlet Canada is going to be doing a uh, warehouse uh, blowout sale, ammunition and accessories, December 1st and 2nd. So if you're uh, anywhere near Ajax, Saturday or Sunday this week coming, you definitely want to be uh, stopping in at Firearms Outlet Canada. Uh, there's some great people working there. They're going to have some great deals. Uh, it's never a bad idea to have too much ammo. I don't care what anybody says, uh, unless you're swimming. It's always a good idea to have extra ammo on hand. And, uh, of course, there's absolutely no reason why you shouldn't have it. Uh, for those of us that make frequent stops at the range, having uh, more ammo is always a good thing. It means you can share. Anyway, that's about all the time we have for tonight's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. Don't forget to like and subscribe to us on YouTube. And as always, Canada, don't forget to shoot straight and stay safe.